When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Kristen again here to tell you about our ConnectPal page. You should go there and subscribe because we have extra podcasts there. We have tip videos. We have articles. We have tons of awesome stuff that you can't get anywhere else. Go to ConnectPal.com slash AskWomenPodcast and subscribe. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women Podcast, we have Adam back in studio answering some overanalyzed this questions. And we also have a brother who... Uh, I, I'm saying that like uh, like a black guy. Like we got a brother in the studio. I'm not racist. We have a a brother from Help a Brother Out who I had helped out on my own through my coaching. Who has been helped? He's coming to us and telling us about how he is now and where he was in the beginning and how he got there. So keep listening. Hey guys, welcome to the Ask Women podcast where you get real advice straight from the source. Women, I'm Kristen Carney, a comedian and your host here with Marnie Kenris. She is the best-selling author of the book, Get Inside Her. Check it out on Amazon if you have not. And also, I just want to let you guys know you should subscribe to our ConnectPal page where you get extra podcasts. You get extra advice. You get articles. You get tons of cool stuff. You can chat directly with me. Because I, I don't really look at my Facebook stuff. So people who like send messages and want to try to like connect with me... I'm not seeing it. I don't see it on Facebook because number one, it goes to filtered messages. Mm-hmm. And then and num- you're focusing on your ConnectPal page. So how can you focus exactly. on Facebook? So I'm actually responding on ConnectPal. So if you guys mm-hmm. want to write, ask questions, anything like that, subscribe um, at connectpal.com slash askwomenpodcast. But on to our show, we have um, no one in studio with us today. So it's extra attractive in here because it's Marnie and I and we're gorgeous. Yes. Um, but we have Michael who has worked with Marnie in the past who is kind of a help a brother out. But he's on the other side where he has been helped. Yes. So he's we're going to hear his He's awesome. And he writes to me. He's like, like with the issues because he has too many women and how he's supposed to communicate to them. But he doesn't oh, want to take poor it. boy. I know. But he, oh, he's so wonderful. He's awesome. He actually came to Los Angeles and worked with me. Oh my God, like five years ago now, he went in the promenade. He's like Mr. Uh, CrossFit, like really fit. Like he's a, he's a good looking dude, like very cute. Um, but he was having a lot of difficulties with women. So Michael, are you on the phone? Oh, Michael's not on the phone right now. He will be on the phone. He's coming on the phone. Anyway. He's too busy with all the ladies. Yeah, exactly. But no, the other day he wrote me and, he's, and he, he was in an interesting predicament where he had been with this woman um, a year ago. They had a really nice night. They slept with each other, blah, blah, blah. Um, and they've stayed in contact, but it's over, you know, texting and everything. And they've arranged to go to another city on, like, a vacation. Just And they've only been corresponding wow. over, I think, text and email. Um, and he was asking me, you know, how do I say to her that I think that we should get two separate rooms and not share a room because I haven't seen her in a year and I don't want to put 
that wrong message Wait, out. Wait, he asked how he should ask her if how she he wants separate how, rooms or if he, he should get separate rooms. No, no, no. He, he, he thinks that they should get separate oh, wow. rooms because okay. they haven't seen each other in a year. And he is dating other women. He, he's pretty sure she's dating other men. So it's not like they've been committed to each other for a year and now they're seeing each other. Mm-hmm. So he he was asking me, like, how do I... It's know. a smooth move, by the way, because all of a sudden the girl's going to go, yeah. oh, he doesn't want to see me maybe like getting changed to go to sleep at night mm-hmm. and that makes her kind of want to make you see, want to see her yes it doesn't mean they won't sleep in the same room every night no i mean it could happen I, yeah but i i, I like that move. that was it was gentlemanly plus it was also taking his situation into account that he's he's trying to put the message out there that we're we're not jumping into anything i still don't know what i want but i, I want to have a fun weekend with you and we'll see how it goes and i i thought that was pretty I love awesome that. of him yeah is he on the phone? He's oh, still he's answering. Just, there are so many women. God damn it! It's what is going on? He's on the okay, other line well, with these ladies. Well, let's call uh, Adam. Okay, we're going to call Adam then. So you are not going to hear from Michael because he's banging bitches. <laughs> he's got too many women. Wow! I'm really upset. Shoot that that happened with Michael. I think we were a little. You're going to keep trying. Okay. I really wish Trisha would use her mic. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're good at reading her signs. I'll keep trying. I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. (laughs) Okay, perfect. Okay, you're going to keep trying. But we have Adam on the phone with us. Hello? Oh, God. (laughs) We are. No one wants to be with us. Adam is on the phone? This is only Adam. Oh, Oh, yes. Now he's on the phone. Okay, so uh, Adam is back on the phone. He was talking to us about being bold. I think he was giving wonderful information and advice that people can use instantly. In a past episode, yes. And uh, if people want to find out about Adam, go to winggirlmethod.com slash go be bold. But we are going to dive into questions from our listeners. And Adam is the perfect person to be on the phone for this because he gives- Not Michael. Not Michael. No, Michael. Michael, Fuck Michael. I'm over him already. Um, But uh, Adam is wonderful. We're going to answer questions from listeners. He gives great advice. I know. Honestly, Adam, I was hoping that you were going to be in the studio today because I've been having some dating problems and I wanted to talk. I wanted you as my therapist for a little while in here. No, you should. Maybe you can. Do you want to come in next week? Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. It's on Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday. That's the day to That's come in. That's the hump day. That's the day we record. Okay, I will text you afterwards about this. But first question, okay, uh, was written in saying this is an interesting topic. Maybe you don't talk about it that often. But how mm-hmm. to deal with women who are more confident than you? How do I attract them? How do I date them? How do I be with them? Anonymous. Hmm. I feel like you got to fake that you're just as confident as they are, <laughs> don't you? Well. It just confident people aren't attracted to unconfident people. That is true, unless they want to dominate them and have them around as you know house slaves. Right. So, and and I mean that seriously. You yeah. Know, the, mm-hmm. There's there's a there's a, you know oh, we talk about masculine. Yeah. Go ahead, masculine fem- feminine polarity. Right. So, what does that mean, masculine feminine polarity? It's what attracts us to each other. When you have a battery and there's a positive and negative charge, there's electricity. Right. I'm just a negative and negative if you have, charge. Right. If you have two positives, if you have two negatives, there's no charge. If you have two masculine people, there's no charge. If you have two feminine people, there's no charge. If there's a woman who's in her mask on, I actually have a case like this client whose wife actually works at the White House and is under like incredible pressure and flies back and forth to L.A. And when she comes home, she's still in her masculine. And he's trying to figure out how do I get her back into her feminine? Mm-hmm. Right. Now, he's a confident guy. He runs a big business and all that stuff. But she is in what we call in her masculine, which is the um, the mode of doing, accomplishing, leading, directing. Right. That's the mode she comes home in. Home in. So for him, it's not that he's not as confident as her, although it's, it's hurting right now. You know, because confidence, you can have confidence in business, but have no confidence with women, right? You can be really confident with women, but be useless in business, right? You can be a Lothario. Yeah. Um, so confidence is not 
you know, an all-encompassing thing. You can be confident in different areas of your life. So what I think he's asking is, well, first of all, if he's not confident in any area of his life, get confident, right? Come to my programs, get your programs, like really work on becoming someone that you're proud of, number one. Yeah. But if there's the problem of a woman who sort of comes off as confident, meaning she's in her masculine, meaning she's, she's setting direction in her life, what you've got to do is you've got to start setting direction. So I have this client of mine, for example, you know, when she comes back, he's got everything taken care of. He's got candles or he's got a dinner set up and he says, just change. I've got everything that the whole evening is taken care of and she can finally relax. Mm-hmm. So and I think one thing you want a confident woman, first of all, God damn it. I mean, you don't want a pushover woman. You don't want someone who has no self-esteem, right? Pickup is all about how do you get low self-esteem women to go home with you, right? How right. do you pull them into it? How do you make them feel bad? Say hi to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really, right. Give them a little bit of attention. <laughs> so, and a drink. Get high with them, right? Um, you want a high self-esteem woman, and a high self-esteem woman will be confident. I mean, we all we all have our you know dents and chinks in our confidence, right? Yeah. We're all not confident about everything. So, but you generally want someone with high self-esteem. What <laughs> I said, I yeah. am. I'm just well, kidding. I'm so like? not. So not. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it's true. I mean, you have kids, so you know. Like, when, when you have kids, that's the best thing in the world to do, by the way, is raise kids because they will point out everything that is uncool. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, yeah. I have a little yeah. cousin, and he was like, your nose is bigger than my dad's. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. I was like, oh, great. I think I'm going to go fix that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need a nose job oh, yeah, my, Jeez. When my kids were small, I was like, I remember saying, what's that big thing on your face? You know, someone had a mole. Like, what's that big thing? <laughs> moly, moly, moly. <laughs> so it's really funny. Or my, yeah, he said to me, I remember he was like 15, he goes, you know, Dad, you're only cool because of us. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm aware of that. Actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, so you want someone with high self-esteem. So if you want, if the question is, how do I attract low self-esteem women? I'm not your guy. That's not my interest. It's easy. But if you want to attract high self-esteem women who are confident and still have them surrender their feminine into your trustable masculine, it means you've got to just take direction. That's the first thing to do. Because what he's saying is, I think what he's saying is that, you know, they're not soft. They're not l- allowing me to run things, like set up the date, what to do, you know, make things easy for them. You know, so what you've got to do is you've got to take over a sense of direction and let them soften into your trustability. I love that. So what quick does that answer. look like? Mm-hmm. Quick answer. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, quick answer? Um, so say instead of saying, um, hey, I know you're probably busy because you're really important and like, maybe you'll hang out with me sometime. Or can we chill sometime? <laughs> yeah, the word sometime really brings it down. Yeah. I actually did that recently or- in a in a Bumble thing where I was like, I thought this guy was really cool. And I said, um, we should hang out sometime. And I said that and I wanted to be like, I don't mean sometime because I now mean I next just... next week. I mean tonight. I mean, right now because I'm horny. Yeah. like And it was, I felt like I went below him all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. Because number one, I'm the one asking. The guy should have asked. And well, then yeah, number two, I just said some time. But is there a di- so there is a different way to deal with women who are confident and like so women who are well, successful who work for themselves. So I, I I would love you to talk more about this masculinity that great. they're in and what that really means. Okay, let me ask my wife if I'm allowed to. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but, but, but it was interesting how you were talking about transferring a woman okay. like, from her masculine masculine state to her feminine state. Because I, I will say, navigating. I yeah, I have. I yeah. have an example from yesterday. So you know, uh, my husband and I both work from home. I was in work mode. I just got off of a coaching call, right. so I am in. I don't even want to call it my masculine state, but I'm I'm in my my like Marnie mode Your zone of like my zone of advising people. And my husband comes Ooh. in and he starts telling me about how he's been. 
just having like a 45 minute phone call with his sister who's like really stressed out and freaking out about her own relationship and like he he, you know he has his emotional stuff going on so right away i go into coach mode right but when your husband or your partner is coming to you emotionally they want support and love and they may not always want solutions and coaching and that that is difficult for me and difficult for him because he was also in his own place where he wasn't able to focus on me to get me into a feminine state to give him what he wanted. Anyway, right. bigger story, but like how how do you actually transfer right. people that you're not in a relationship with? How do you get them out of that masculine state and put right. them into a feminine state? Great question. By the way, as a side note, one of the things I loved about my, my now wife, when we first met, we were driving on the highway. I was chattering as usually. And she said, um, hey, do you think that's your exit there? My ex-wife would have said, hey, idiot, you're passing your exit. Right. <laughs> so that was, I looked at her and I said, wow, you really know how to communicate, don't you? No, so that's, that's feminine, okay? It gives, it's an invitation to the man to actually make his decision so we don't feel like little dum-dums, which we are. But this way we get to, to feel like we're big, strong, powerful, decision-making men. Right. All right? Now, how do you get a woman into a feminine? One of my core principles of the boldness code, which is what I teach, is state the date, right? Rather than ask for a date. So instead of, hey, can I, you want to chill? You want to hang out? But I hate the, both those terms, by the way. Um, they're so nebulous. Is First of all, know what's going on in your town, wherever you are. Know what's happening in your town for the next two weeks, right? Music, comedy, art openings, sports events, whatever it is that you're into. Know what's happening. Know the restaurants around. Know what the specialties are around town. Then instead of asking for a date, you say, hey, tell you what, I really like you. Say you met at a bar or a party or something. I really like you. I'm having a great time. Next Friday, you know, Connie Chung or somebody. I'm probably not Connie Chung. But uh, Connie Chung. Connie that Chung. news anchor. Yeah, and she's right, playing. I'm thinking of a friend of mine who's a jazz pianist named Connie. I didn't want to say her name. Um, so Connie's playing jazz piano at this great little bistro down by the river. I'm going to go. I'd love you to come with me. Notice I didn't ask. Mm-hmm. I yeah, stated. stated. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be there at 7. Then let her respond. Right? Instead of saying, would you, you could always, you could always ask, you could say, would you like to come? But if you're speaking to somebody strong, you've got to kind of like up your strengths if you want to um, put yourself in the masculine. Now, I want to say one thing, by the way, sometimes there are very masculine women, and I mean that in the best way, you know, like powerful women who do really well with the kind of guy who's maybe a therapist or a yoga teacher, and he's at home and he's making the meals and she comes home from her high powered job. That can work. There's nothing wrong with that, by the way, because you still have polarity, mm-hmm. right? What happens is when, people are in the same pole. If they're both feminine, nothing ever gets done, right? I'm sure the house is very pretty, but nothing gets done, right? And everyone's You're sex, so sexist. Doing yoga. No, I'm not talking about I'm man kidding. and woman. I'm, I'm talking kidding. about feminine and masculine. And if both are masculine, there's going to be a subtle competition, mm-hmm. you know? And, and you really do have to navigate that. If you want to be a strong masculine and you want to be with a woman who's powerful and masculine, you've got to navigate that. And you've got to come to some agreements about, I'm going to take over tonight. You're going to relax. I'm going to set the directions. I'll drive. I'll park. I'll make the arrangements. You just dress up pretty, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the ways, if you're not in a relationship with someone, is to what I call state the date or set really clear direction. Okay. Right? That shows an inner strength, even if you're not feeling confident inside about everything in your life. Again, which nobody really is. Right. No one I've met anyway. Especially when you're nervous about somebody or you're attracted to somebody, there is like a little bit of lack of confidence, but you can still project that confidence to other people with your language and your body language. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you a great story. You want to hear a great story? Sure. 
<laughs> about like being sleeping. not a pet. Yes. I'm just kidding. On my very first date with the woman who is now my wife. So um, set the date, all that. We're sitting at our first date. And um, I had just written a book called Instant Confidence for men. Mm-hmm. You know, Instant Confidence with Women about how to be confident even if you don't feel confident. And I was kind of, my head was full of that stuff. And we're at dinner. And at some point during the dinner, she uh, says to me, pass the pepper. Like that, a declarative masculine sentence. So I picked up the pepper and I said, pass the pepper, right? Also, I've been a dad for many years. And she goes, um, yeah, pass the pepper now, motherfucker. <laughs> That's what and I would that say was such a turn on. It was like, wow, she's got fire. I didn't know that. you know. And that was like an alert to me that this woman has so much more fire that she hadn't let on yet. You know? Yeah. Anyway, that was a, a sexy. hot, sexy moment. Yeah, Which so I we, love. We love and that. other men could have crumbled and been like, okay, here's the pepper. Exactly. But you said, I love that, which also equals her, and, and you yeah. jump in and enjoy it so that you have yeah, that connection be, together. Yeah, my actual response was, wow, you just got much more interesting because I hadn't seen that part of her. See, I like that. The two things a guy you don't want to do is you don't want to collapse. And go into the, so, oh, you did this to me. Now, I, now I'm going to feel bad because of something you did. And you don't want to run away. And you don't want to, on the other hand, you also don't want to attack. Like, you don't want to have to get into a, excuse the phrase, tit for tat, right? Like, you don't want to show that, you know, it's like Trump. I don't know when this is going to play, but like, you know, anytime you insult this asshole Trump, he's got to, you know, snap back at you. He's, right. like, a, he's like a trampoline. You know, and it's so immature and everyone gets that now, you know, yeah. so you don't want to be that person who says, oh, you did this to me. Now I have to do something to you because that's right. not very mature or attractive. Yeah, especially when there's bombs involved. OK, here's the yeah. next question. But that, that I think that was a great answer. How do I reassure my girlfriend when she when she complains about her appearance? What is the proper thing that I can say to make her feel better? Sometimes she complains about her hair being a mess or about her skin, acne, and I don't know what to say. I tell her she looks fine, but I don't think that helps. What can I do besides <laughs> The word fine oh, probably yeah. isn't girls the best dream. route to take. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I can't girls wait till somebody dream. tells me I look fine. <laughs> girls dream about their, oh, yeah. their men saying you look fine. Yeah. Yes. That's, so you said, what well, can I do besides answer. giving her a blank look on my face? Apollo. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's so painful to even hear the question. All right. I, I know. So okay. But, but what is the here's answer? My rule. Here's my rule. Women can never tell their man that they admire him too often. You can't say that you admire or respect your man too often, right? Okay. A man can never tell a woman that she's beautiful too often. I mean, yeah, of course, there's a limit. But generally, you know, you can't tell a woman that she's beautiful too often. If you think she's beautiful, make her – she's not feeling beautiful because she's not giving her that feedback. So one practice uh, is that make she's number one in a field of one, right? Okay. You're the only woman she sees that you see. And just let her know that she's beautiful. And during the day, notice beautiful things about her, whether it's the way she's dressed, her fingers, her neck, her eyes, her e- little ears, whatever it is. Pay attention to who she is and appreciate her beauty and just let her bathe in your admiration of her beauty. It's pretty easy. Yeah. So he shouldn't wait until she's asking, hey, God, no. what do you think? So just throughout the day being like, you look really pretty today. And then she won't yeah, have well, to worry so much about her great. acne. Yeah. 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 So it's like, but yeah. what about in the moment? Mm-hmm. When it happens. When she asks? Yes. That's easy. Just walk up to her, put like, your hair behind her ears, look in her eyes, and say, you're the most beautiful woman in the world to me. Mm, that's I good. I like that. That's good. Yeah. It's that, a little, sounds a little bullshitty. Like, if I was really feeling ugly and had just gotten out of the shower and had no makeup on, and he's like, you're the most beautiful. I'd be like, I'd be like, you're- But do these pants look big on me? No, well, like the <laughs> pass the salt thing. Like, I would be like- well, if he means it, well, if he's sincere about it, I mean, it's not a problem for me because I happen to marry the most beautiful woman in the world. I'd be like, so it's actually really easy for me. It helps. Can I tell you a great story? Yeah. 
Actually, can I tell you a great story? Because I want to tell you a story about what I'm looking for when I ask those questions. Um, oh, great. Okay. I wouldn't say that I'm the same as most women, but I, in certain moments when um, I'm sh- unsure of how I look, I actually want an honest answer. For me, I come from a background of like disordered eating when I was younger. Uh, so for me, I can look at my face and see when I've gained a pound or when my face looks puffy, and I'm hypersensitive to it. So, And I know other people are not hypersensitive to it, but I can see it on other people. Um, so when I'm asking that question, it's because I want to know if I'm actually seeing it or if it's other things that are – affecting me that are making me see what I see. Right, you need another So I actually eyes. want some validation and I want confirmation or right. an honest truth that like, no, that actually doesn't look different. So I, so for me, I actually want an honest truth. Okay, so there's it. two ways, there's two approaches to that. One is if someone says, oh, I'm beautiful, or am I pretty? You're beautiful because you're not only looking at her skin and her eyes and her makeup and her hair, you're looking at her essence. She is beautiful. She's a beautiful being, right? You can say you're the most beautiful woman in the world to me and say it in absolute honesty if that's what you're talking about. If you're asking about a certain kind of earrings or a certain skirt or a certain dress, yeah, you can be honest about that. Yeah, I don't like that on you. Say, but I love the other yeah. skirt on you that you were wearing before. Yeah, that's a great answer, by the way. You know what I really love is that other one. You look so sexy in that. Yeah, I, I, because I, yeah. I, I guess my story was, I, I hate it when I ask my husband, and he he's, he looks at me like a deer in headlights. He's like, I don't know what to say. Well, that's right what I was now. just about that's to say. Answer. I was yeah. going to say what is also really bad is the hesitation, because mm-hmm. that's your, well, has, your answer. Right. When I ask your husband, he always tells me what I look good in, especially my ass. Right, exactly. Like, um, he's getting better at doing it, but he's just like, ah, I don't know what does. And I, I even, I'm very transparent, but I really want the honesty right now. And so sometimes he'll say, I literally can't see anything. I don't know what you're seeing. That is true, by the way. He's being honest. Yes, that and so those, so those ones are honest. But right. in the past, he would be like, um, no. And I'd be men, like, men, men uh, are, that's a lie. Opinion. Yes. Right. My advice for men, by the way, is be, you know, be honest as you can, but if you really don't hair and she has has a strong feeling just pick one it doesn't matter just pick one so you look really sexy in that pair of sandals yeah just having a pity exactly know. what you were saying before like be bold don't just be like i don't know right comparative you look sexy in those shoes you look really sexy in that skirt it's perfect just be decisive and guys we, we were talking about boldness boldness is making your will felt also boldness is being decisive exactly right? just make a decision it often doesn't even matter but just make a decision. I really love you in those shoes. Yes. I love you. I love you in all shoes. I don't care. But I love you in those shoes in the moment. At least it shows you're not deer in the headlights like you said about your husband. Exactly. Do we have to go to a break, Trisha? At 45. Okay. Okay. We have one uh, more question that we're gonna, I'm going to ask. So I have a question cool. that you might find a bit unusual. I recently got huh. divorced for the first time in 15 years. I am going right. out to meet women. So this is kind of similar yeah. to you. I tend to get compliments from both men and women. Women say I'm handsome. Men ask if I'm an actor or work for TV. By the Golly. way, I am not that good looking, but as friends tell me, I have charisma. When I briefly tried Tinder, the attention I got was non-existent compared to what I get offline, despite posting my best pics. So I guess the attention I get is not about my looks. Now, here comes the issue. When I get into conversations with single women, they act strange. For 10 to 15 minutes, I see many green lights. They laugh a lot, ask questions, toss their hair, scratch themselves, fiddle, touch me, sometimes with their boobs. I'm just trying to picture, like, how they're... Yeah, fingers on their boobs. Nice. Mm -hmm. Good. Oh, 
Okay, well, anyway, I'm going to ask Adam because I want to see his opinion. Uh, but then all of a sudden she gets up and leaves or ends the interaction otherwise, never to be yeah. heard from again. It happens time right. after time after time. It's not that right. I don't know how to hold a good conversation, nor do I fart. A pretty woman once told me that That's she thought I make a lot mistakes. of women insecure. It's true that I tend to be unflustered by female beauty, but can this be the reason for women to jump chip, ship so soon? Marcus, you think we've done this one before? We did this one before, yes. Oh, I don't remember Yeah, this Marcus is living on the surface. I mean, he's living on the surface. Okay, so, can, so, so explain. There's, there's one word here. Well, it's two words, appreciation and curiosity. Okay. So, you know, he's got that first initial zing. He can connect with people. He's good looking. They seem interested. They're probably leaving. Number one, yeah, if he's super good looking, by the way, some women will be intimidated by that, just like it happens the other way. Right. You know, it's too bad. I mean, it's pointless, but that's how people are. Right. So that's number one. Number two is... Um, He's got the initial connection, but he's the women are not feeling special in his presence. So part of my boldness code, there are four things women need to feel on a date or in marriage right from the beginning to the end. They need to feel safe, number one. That's the hugest thing. Yep. That's probably 67% of the whole thing, guys. I agree. They need to feel sexy, right? You're beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love the way you move. I love the way you smile. You're radiant, whatever it is. They need to feel sensually feminine which we talked a little about before, about how to get a woman into a feminine and to pay attention to her actual senses. And the fourth one is she needs to feel special, right? So four S's. Special means unique. What is the gem in her? What about her are you actually curious about? Are you interested in? You know, I have a friend who's a dating coach who said interested is interesting, right? If you're interested in somebody, if you're genuinely curious about her, she won't get up and leave if she feels special in your eyes. So, there's a term we used this past week, and I, I mentioned another show that we were in San Francisco this week, a four-day retreat with 17 guys on working on deep connection, exactly the subject. And one of the terms we use is to be compassionately curious, right? Compassionately curious. Be really that. interested in who she is, but not as a technique, not as a manipulation, but actually really interested in this person in front of you. Mm-hmm. And that means staying really attentive to how maybe a flush comes over her face or she suddenly looks down because something you know she feels ashamed about or she her eyes brighten because she suddenly had a thought so you say hey what's that thought i just noticed you know your eyes just brighten well it's being in the moment it's actually connecting to somebody and offering up something other than your looks and banter we've talked about it before like the roller coaster is fun like you can't just connect on a deep level you can't just be bantery there has to be a balance between the two and you have to be showing that you're participating in the conversation with her not beyond her that's nice. Yes. With her. With her. What yes. is she? Who is she? Pay yes. attention. I mean, it's so obvious this hurts, you know? Yes, absolutely. My, my eyes only light up on a date when I realize, like, that I can leave. 12 inches. <laughs> ah, I get to go. Yay. <laughs> okay, one more question before our break. What does it mean if the girl you hook up with tells you she's a jealous type of girl? Um, James is my name, by the way. I'm just wondering, can that be a good or bad or both. Can this be good or bad or both? I told her I'm territorial about what I consider mine and will defend my girlfriend, wife, mate with deadly force if required to do so. Um, wow. If there's something wrong with me, is there something wrong with me? Or could it be she's hurt and doesn't want to lose the good, nice man uh, that loves? So he's saying he's reassuring her and she's still saying she's the jealous type. He's hooking up with her. Well, it, he said hook up. He didn't say a girlfriend, right? Right. I don't know even why he's saying to her, like, I will defend to the death these people if he's just hooking up with her. These are very neurotic people. (laughs) Yeah. These are very neurotic people. Yeah, I mean, it's a wonderful thing that you defend. I will kill them right after I go on a date with this other lady. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's great. Look, I mean, 
yeah, uh, it's great to be protective. It's part of the archetype of the king, right? It's great right. to be protective. After one date, I don't know. It sounds a little extreme. If a woman says I'm the jealous type right away, I think that's saying, hey, I'm really insecure. Mm-hmm. Um, I will tell you one of the sexiest things I've ever heard. Ready for this one? Yes. Um, and by the way, there's a reason I married the woman I married. She said to me after, I think it was about a month or two in, she goes, you know, you really have my attention. You're different. I don't want to date anyone else. She was the bell of the ball. She had as many dates as she wanted. She goes, I don't want to date anyone else. And here's the magic. Ready for this one? Mm-hmm. You're free to do whatever you want. I was like, wow. Because wow. A, a more insecure woman would have said, you know, I'm, I'm not going to date anyone else. And therefore, you have to make a decision based on what I want. So that immediately tipped me off that she was different. She had, a, she had an inner confidence that was really appealing. Or she took a great course nice. that told her the right things to say. But I, I've met your wife, so I know that that's actually true about her. But yeah, I think that's, that's a wonderful thing to say. So if, so if a girl says to you she's the jealous type, is that like a red flag? Is that yes. A, yes. a a red flag to, that what? Be more cautious or to get out of it? Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with dating somebody that potentially is insecure and learning or potentially well, no, on a path can... to becoming more secure. Well, the only reason to be in a relationship as far as I'm concerned, is to grow spiritually and emotionally together. Yeah. That's the only reason to be in a relationship. And often we, you know, we attract the person that's going to challenge us the most, yeah. you know? So, yeah, there's, there's no right or wrong answer here. Someone who says I'm the jealous type after one hookup uh, would be a little bit of a red flag to me. It means I there's a lot of work. like sentences like that are like um, cliche things that some people think they're supposed to say, especially when they're younger. These people sound younger to me. So, so I feel like it's like not the fun thing to say, but it's like the... This is what I know about myself. This is what I know about dating, and this is what I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm the jealous say. type. Like, so I don't, I don't really know how much is actually attached to those statements. Um, but I like what you're saying that it, 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 it potentially is a red flag to proceed yeah. with caution, and you don't have to say, "I'm not going to be a bad guy. I'm not going to hurt you. Don't worry, it's totally fine." But I, like for me, I think a, a good response to somebody saying like. I totally get that. Maybe you've been hurt in the past, but just know that I'm not really the jealous type. But when I commit, I commit. Um, Beautiful. Beautiful yeah. answer. Yeah. Yes. And that's all when that you comes can do. To it, right. When it comes to it, if we, if we decide to have a committed relationship at some point, I will give you no cause to be jealous. Perfect. See, that's, be per- really that's perfect. Clear. That's all that you can yeah, do. I mean, you can't continue to reassure her. At that point, then it's showing that you're not helping each other grow. Totally. I mean, that red flag, I mean, I had one, someone after the first night look at me and say, you're not going to abandon me, right? Everyone in my life abandons me. Uh, that was a red flag. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Cause that's the, that, that's, but based on where you are, that's, that's too much work for you to have to do. That's not, that's not a, a partnership that you're looking for because most. Oh, I called, I called the therapist and said, <laughs> you're like, okay, I'll help I'm you, but I'm never seeing you did. again. I actually did. I passed her off to the therapist. I think that's... the positive. Yeah, the positive thing to say is, wow, this was a really great evening. I really enjoyed myself. I really liked you. I hope we can do this again soon. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. positive and, and self-loving and high self-esteem. I know, but, some, and, but sometimes your nerves get the better of you and you just want to put it out there right away and just say, like, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. And, oh, you know, if somebody is a little bit more confident, because the question at the very beginning was dealing with confident people, those, those sentences are going to scare that person away and turn them off and not, it's going to be something they don't want to get into because they're not there. They don't, they, they, they don't get it. They don't want to go back to being able to get it and help you out of it. Somebody, people are usually looking yeah. for their equals. Unless they, exactly what you were saying before, they like that dynamic of, you know, I like to help you always. And I am the confident person. But 
know. Right, without trying to fix her in the moment. You, you might also ask what might be really helpful for everyone involved. It's like, wow, hey, that's that's really interesting. How did you know? How did that come about? Like, when did you first notice that? Yeah, so that I'm you can get, get a better understanding of where that statement's from, and maybe realize it's not as charged as the those words that are coming out of her mouth. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah. All right, we're going to go to the uh, go to a break, and then we do. I think I believe we have Michael. On the phone with yes, we do. Wow. Trisha's nodding her head. Okay, he is on the phone. He missed our call before, so that's what happened. Um, but Adam, can you stay on the phone with us? Yeah, sure. Tell people how to watch that. Oh five, yes, okay. Uh, those five make or break moments. Yes, go to winggirlmethod.com/slash go be bold. That's B E, not just the letter B. Go be bold, and we'll be back after this. Playboy Radio's Music Spotlight. Hey, this is Brian Headwelch from the band Corn, and you're listening to Playboy Radio. So back to Corn, you guys must have just went all out crazy. What was the craziest thing that happened to you guys on tour? Oh, I mean, I don't even know where to begin. It was like we would just we would just party and party and party and i mean there was all kinds of nights that we were just up all night there would be one of our friends was a dentist he'd bring us uh no way nitrous just suck on nitrous all night long wow. uh, there was i remember we were partying one night and and uh this this guy was there and he was like oh i got this i got the best coat it's like the cleanest coke ever and and ecstasy mm-hmm. and you won't you won't you can't find this stuff and i was like oh where'd you get it and he goes well i'm a surgeon and and so i have and whatever he said yeah and he and so he lined out his stuff for me and i started snorting it and and i took ecstasy and he goes and he goes what time is it and i was like 3 30 he goes oh i gotta be at the er and no at, at nine and that's I was insane. like, that's what I said. That's crazy. And I was a rock star. And, yeah. I, and I was like, dude, that's irresponsible. You know? <laughs> Good for you because that is. It's crazy. I feel sorry for the patient. That's what I said. I was what like, the? man, I hope to hell I don't have to go into your you're, ER. You're like, can I have your card? Yeah, I'm going to remember never to go to this yeah. guy. <laughs> it was scary, you know? And so that that's how dark it got. It was like yeah. we had doctors that were just right. And it's like. Music Spotlight with Trisha Cruz. Right here on Playboy Radio. Thanks for listening to PlayboyRadio.com. Now, back to the show. Oh, that was a quick one. I like it. So we yeah, have... Normally, they're really, really long. I know. Like, I feel like I can... Fall uh, asleep. Yeah, become a new person, become happy in life. Cause Learn how like to be bold. Break. Learn how to be bold with yeah. Adam Galad. Go through his five steps. Yep. Wingrowmethod.com slash go be bold. Anyway, we have uh, Adam on the phone and we also have Michael. Michael is on the phone with us. Michael, were you busy banging bitches? Oh, he's on the phone. Oh, God, this, is, yeah, this is painful. Every time. Now he's on the Hi. phone with us. Hello. Hey, Michael, I'm going to ask again. Were you busy banging bitches? Is that why you weren't on the phone? Yeah, when we called you before. Oh, um, hey, Marnie, how you doing? <laughs> He's like, what? I, you guys would never work. Nope, nope. This is this is ten- the exact exact example of that Bumble line I mentioned. <laughs> yes. Well, so Michael, I I'm glad that you're on the phone with us. Wait, no, he's not on the phone. I don't know. Use your mic. <laughs> don't sign <laughs> language. Hang up. To me. Let me call him back. <laughs> he hung up. <laughs> What the oh, the F- mic is a wonderful tool. <laughs> I can... This is really getting painful. Oh, oh, now it's even getting I mean, worse. now we get to hear the whole process. At least the people are part of this whole tobacco. Tobacco? Tobacco? Tobacco. 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 Tobacco is that's kind a, of like a Canadian mixture version. of a sled and a weird situation. Because <laughs> toboggan. 
<laughs> right. Debacle. I get it. Debacle. That's why I said it's the Canadian version of it is debacle. You know, I oh, think that's why Oscar always has bad phone reception is because he's in Canada. I mean, Omar? He's in Canada. Oscar. Oh, Omar, yes. Oh, he's New York. Oh, he, oh, right. He's New York. Oh, um, Roberto was. Oh, Roberto. Was Toronto. Okay. Yes, yes, mind. yes. Okay, so is he on the phone with us now? Can we edit this out? <laughs> yes. Is he on the phone with us? Michael? Michael, are you there? Yes. Oh, okay, perfect. All right. Michael, sorry about all the hang-ups and missing calls, but I, I wanted you to come on the show because you, you had written to me, uh, I think it was even yesterday when you wrote to me about this, but um, just about where you're at now in your dating life and in your life with women. Uh, and I want people yep. to, he- to hear a little bit about what you had written to me because you were pointing out to me how you understand now because you're in a, a bolder place, more confident place. Uh, you're dating a lot of women. You're choosing who to let into your life and who to invest your time in. And you, you were saying mm-hmm. that you understand now, before you were like that, why women would, would respond to you the way that they did. So I, I would love for you to elaborate on that, maybe talk to people a little bit about, about your process. Okay, sure. Um, you mean why I can understand women yes. respond the way they did and maybe what's going on through my mind when I decide I meet someone and they're not right for me? Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, first of all, it's just really, really tough to um, be the bearer of bad news with somebody. You know, I think women, you know, a lot of times everyone says that you women are the gender that's not straightforward ones, and we men are the ones who are straightforward. But the reality is just as you guys were brought up to be, quote, unquote, nice, we as men were brought up to be, quote, chivalrous, unquote. You know, like growing up, it's quite all right to, you know, if your brother's being a jackass, you whack him upside the head. But we'll be tied you if you make your sister cry. And so a lot of times you're dating a woman and you're not feeling it. I know for myself, I've dated a lot of women and they're all, you know, really, really nice people. They're all great people. Um, I really can't say that there's anything wrong with them, per se. It's not really my place to say that there's anything wrong with them, per se. I mean, we've gone out on a couple of dates. I don't really know them that well. I can't really, it's not my place for me to say that, you know, there's anything wrong with them. I'm just not feeling feeling it. And by not feeling it, what does that mean? By not feeling it, um, it doesn't mean that I think badly of them or, again, that there's anything wrong with them. You just don't feel a spark? There's something specific going on on my end that um, it's hard to articulate, but I'm just not feeling attraction. Um, I mean, if you think about what really sparks attraction with someone, um, you know, some of it really just comes down to personal taste. Like I have a friend of mine. Can I ask a question? Let me jump in real quick and ask you a question. Can a man find a woman attractive without feeling attracted to her? Oh, absolutely. Because it seems like I would just guess, guys, if you think a girl's pretty, you're just attracted to her. But I guess it's not the same because I, I've, from my end, like I see guys that I think are attractive, but I'm not attracted to them. But I just didn't think that went vice versa for some reason. Well, well, men, oh, who, when, who, men who really absolutely. value themselves and have more about, like what Adam's yeah. been talking about, who have more in their life going on, like a, a pretty face is not going to do. Yes, right. you're attractive. I'm totally attracted to you. But what else you got? Like it, it, once, once you get to the level that Michael is at, 
it's like, okay, I've seen a million of you before. You're all pretty. But, who, but I don't who do feel I, it. Who do I connect with? Which is exactly, you know, what women do when they go on dates. Okay, you're right. cute. But, like, who else are you? Yeah, it was kind of a dumb question. I just no, wanted confirmation. No, it's not a dumb question. But it's interesting, even, like, when we had Catherine on our show recently and, like, we were just painting There's definitely, I do want to interrupt you. Yeah, yes, it definitely is that. There definitely is what else you have going on. But sometimes it can even just come down to, um, just come down to just personal taste. I mean, there's some women who, you know, they're a pretty face. They got a whole bunch of stuff going on for them. Um... I know they'd be perfect for a friend of mine, but, you know, I'm hanging out with them, even though I'm recognizing how wonderful they are and all that they have going on for them. It's just, they're well, just not triggering attraction. And let, let me interrupt, let me interrupt you for a second, them, Michael. Just, I'm going to interrupt you. you know, can you talk to the people? Sometimes you meet someone and maybe they remind you it's of, like, like your babysitter growing up. Can you hear me? Or maybe like your mom you when you were three years old and you thought you're <laughs> you had a crush on your mom. This is not the or... Michael I coached before. <laughs> I kind of like it. His voice sounds I totally different. You now. now you hear. But Michael, I just want to say like your voice is totally different. You used to talk like this and say thank you, Marnie. And yeah, like, you sound it, like a tough you, like Boston guy. Yeah, or something. I love it. Like your 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 cadence is different. You're you're like you're owning who you are. But I I but the what I want to hear from you is like how you got to this place. Like how did this happen from where you were before? Like because I know that you you thought differently before. You put women on pedestals. You focused a lot on women who weren't really giving you much of their time. Um, so how yep. how did you get from there to this newfound perspective? Hmm. A lot of it was, I <laughs> took your advice, even the stuff that was might have been hard to take. I actually went through and did the work that you suggested. Good. Um, I put myself out there. Um, I really made a point of setting, a, of setting for myself some goals that had, you know, absolutely nothing to do with women. Um, you know, for instance... Last fall, I ended up taking a trip to Australia and New Zealand, and it was great because I went over there, and I didn't really know anybody, but um, I just sort of, what I made a point of doing was I would look for stuff to do on the internet, and then I would sort of um, just go out and talk to people on the way, and um, um, it would basically be, I would just basically sort of just wander around. I, I basically wandered around Sydney for, you know, a couple of weeks and, and just did a whole lot of exploring and growing and everything. So that was one thing was traveling. Another mm-hmm. thing was um, working out. Yeah, that was I would go to you. the gym and set personal goals. And there's something about, you know, if you do um heavy compound movements like squats, deadlifts, cleans, what have you. Um there's a whole bunch of stuff on the internet nowadays. CrossFit is, you know, everyone's in CrossFit. It really does make you more confident on a very it's like the testosterone just sort of starts flowing in you and you find yourself feeling a lot more confident. Yeah, I went to the gym. Um, I honestly I went to the gym last night because I was feeling awful about everything wretched about myself Mm -hmm. and I went to the gym and the whole reason I went was because when I go there I do start feeling better about myself it might just be in my head at the moment because I'm not getting like an immediate result it's not like all of a sudden my body's like an A plus plus but I'm doing something and it makes me feel strong and it makes me feel dedicated and driven and prettier and sexier Mm -hmm. 
and I, I'm well, not like endorphins absolutely. involved as well. Yeah, you? and I'm not like a person who thinks you have to be super ripped or anything. Just I'm saying I mean, that to you guys. are super ripped. Yeah, though. but for guys, you don't have to be super ripped. But there's something about that activity. Yeah, that makes you feel. Oh, good. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the whole idea that you're taking care of yourself and you're bettering yourself, and um, I really think when we emit sweat, there's something sexy about it. Oh, I don't sweat really when I'm there, explain. but <laughs> right. I still like it. I just look in the She's mirror. She's like walking at a level two in yeah. line one <laughs> right. on the treadmill. Right. No, I'm kidding. Michael, let me ask you, how, how did you alter your voice? Do you notice that your voice is different? Have people commented on it? They have commented on it. I think something else that I did to, to answer your previous question, and then I'll get to the question about okay. the voice. The mind really does follow the body. Mm-hmm. If you make a point of walking out the door, and even if you're not feeling confident, it's, it's, you know, it's what you know, Tricia was saying about going to the gym and pushing yourself. You'll leave feeling more confident, and it doesn't necessarily have to be any sort of rational reason. It's just that's how you're carrying yourself, and that's what you're doing. For well, I'm yourself. definitely not going to feel confident anymore because my name's Kristen and not Trisha. But that's okay. <laughs> I, I, I can find the confidence within myself at some point again soon. Oh wait, I'm sorry. I'm horrible. With it's names. okay. I'm, I'm, I'm messing I'm, with you. I don't care. Yeah, it's totally just fine. I just felt like getting around. a joke. What is, what is your name? I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> um, you know you're on my show, right, <laughs> yeah. Michael? I know your name, but you don't know the host's name, the very important person. <laughs> it's Kristen. Dear sir. No, it's okay. I really don't care. I like when people get my name wrong because I'm more confident as someone else. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a good Trisha. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I like myself you as Trisha. Do, you know, I have I sound a, like a Trisha. babysitter as a kid whose name was Trisha. Maybe that's why I called you Trisha. See, well, I am doing some babysitting right now for Michael. So. He called you and Trisha? I never had a, and I never <laughs> yeah. had a babysitter. I mean, right. I had Even a our producer's asleep right at in, the wheel. You know, her name was Kristen, and you're way cooler than that, Kristen. But, oh, well, um, thank you. See? Good save. Good okay, save. Continue what you were saying and then talk about your voice. because I, I Are you from Boston or are you from the East Coast? You sound very East Coast confident. I actually am from the East Coast. Um, I did live up in Boston for a few years. Um, but the mind really does follow the body. Like if you're not feeling that good, it's good to, if you walk outside the door and you put your shoulders back and you walk with your chest up, you will find yourself feeling a lot more confident. And um, this isn't just with women or in social interactions, but this is also, you know, for instance, say you have to give a presentation for work or what have you. Sometimes it's good to maybe think of one joke you want to start out with, um, but just you know what a confident person looks like if you carry yourself and you even act that way for a few minutes, eventually it'll start to click in your mind and you will find yourself feeling more confident and then um, everything else will just sort of flow. Um, Now, to answer your question about the voice, I always make a point of trying to speak from, you know, speak with, maybe speak from, I'm trying to put this into words. Speak from my chest. Speak from deeper in my voice as opposed to speaking from, say, higher up, which I used to speak. And if you do that, your voice comes out deeper. You sound more, you sound a lot more confident in what you're saying. You sound a lot more sure of yourself. And what will end up happening is you'll feel a lot more confident and you'll feel a lot more sure of yourself. And 
the sort of the nice sort of feedback loop that takes into effect. I love it. Uh, you sound completely different. Thank you. I wish people could hear his voice before. <laughs> I know. I, I, actually, I actually can play it for you because I have an old recording. Oh, wow. Um, but he uh, he just took more time to get his words out because you could tell that he was being careful with what he says. I don't know if that's what was really happening. Um, but this sounds so fluid. It sounds confident. Uh, you actually sound a lot like my handyman who is so confident and sexy he's not attractive but he's like this confident guy that i could listen to talk for hours like he sounds exactly (laughs) like him you have the same cadence in your voice like and when this handyman's over at our house and he's just talking about like i don't even know a light bulb and then telling me about his life and different i'm just like i'll listen to you talk for hours because like i just want to hear his stories i just think he's so charming and interesting this is like so cliche, like the housewife with her handyman. Yep. But but that's what you sound like. I think you sound wonderful. So, Michael, thank you so much for um, coming on to the show. I think that this was helpful information for people to hear that, like, you, you can get to that place. But the things that I'm hearing from you is that you, you got to put some work into it. You have to be present. Even Even what Adam was saying, I think on the first half of our call, or maybe the last episode where he was talking about, like, how do you get over um, being outcome dependent? You first have to make that decision to be outcome dependent, and then you can start following other steps to do that. Like, once you decide that you want to do something, it becomes easier because everything comes from that purpose, even if it's challenging. Remember a long time ago I read um, The Way of the Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman? I think there's, like, a million books by Dan Millman. but. Um, my ex-boyfriend at the time had, had talked about it because he was smoking and that's like what got him to stop smoking. But the, the, the comments in the book, one of the many comments in the book was about like stopping smoking. You just make the decision. Like you have to act like you can't just be pressured into it. People can't tell you like just be yourself and just do this and here's the reason why you should do it. You have to make that active decision and then from that active decision, you have to follow that purpose on your own and stick with yep. it. And that's what it sounds like you did with guidance from other people as well you tried things out some things didn't work some things did work for you you stuck with things you practiced things you you took notice of the things that you were doing and that's what got you to this place that now it sounds like you're dating a lot of women so so are you, what are you looking for now are you looking for um a relationship are you looking to just explore and experience where where are you at now with women I'm looking right now, I'd say, to explore and experience, but if I met that one amazing woman who just knocked off my, who just knocks my sock off, then and then washes my them socks off, yeah. then I'm sure I would want to pursue a relationship with her. But um, right now, right now, I'm just enjoying the fact that, you know, enjoying dating. You know, like I'm going to how be are you, somebody. How do you enjoy dating? I'm sorry. This is what I'm trying to find the joy in because I'm kind of new into the dating world. And mm-hmm. I I was enjoying it for a little bit. And then my emotions got really mixed up in it. Are you then she st- got hurt. And then I got hurt. And now I hate dating. And I want to be married and have eight kids and be never <laughs> looked at by another man again. So how are you keeping your emotions out of it? It's it's a, an emotional thing. If you meet someone that you kind of like or you hurt so you hurt someone's feelings or they hurt your feelings, it's a rough world. It's rougher than I thought it was. It can definitely be a rough world as far as, you know, as you said, you know, 
being, you know, turning, you know, rejecting someone or turning someone down is never fun. And when someone doesn't respond to us the way we want them to respond, even though, you know, we may have solid boundaries and we may understand that not everybody is for us and we know that we showed up and did the best we could, you know, that still sucks too. Let's, let's be honest. Um, I would say for me, as far as enjoying dating or how you enjoy dating, um, maybe what it is for me is it seems like I'm meeting women and I'm going to sound horrible saying this, but um, like the girl that I'm going to be seeing in a couple of weeks, we met and you know, the first night we met, we actually, I actually met her um, on the streets of you know, she was in town visiting and I went and stopped her on the street and we hung out for the rest of the afternoon and we, you know, spent the night together. And then we saw each other about a year later and we just kind of kept it casual. And I guess right now we're going to be seeing each other again in a few weeks and it's still sort of casual. Um, the way I'm doing it, and I know this is not the way for everybody, is... Um, don't date someone seriously or don't try to date someone seriously if until you need, you both decide you're looking for a relationship. Um, again, I'm just doing what works for me. I don't know if that answers your question, Kristen, or if that was yeah. all that helpful. Cause I know that, you know, you meet a guy, you want to go on a first date and then maybe a few days later you want to go on a second date and then you want to go on a third date and then, Either it's going to go on the relationship track or it's, you know, maybe you'll, you'll take friendship. As, maybe people will take friendship as a consolation prize. But um, I think also Michael is much more practiced. He's, you know, you, you've had a couple of experiences, one person you've been very invested in that didn't work out. And yeah. as you do practice and you continue to do it, it doesn't get so bad because sometimes – you're not feeling your thin. Your, I'm sorry. Your skin gets thicker. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Because my thin, gets, my my I mean, my skin thin kind of gets thicker. I mean, your skin does get a little bit thicker. I, I really think it's just a matter of yeah, your skin just gets thicker. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to that. It'll be nice and cushy to lay on when I'm in my bed, yes, depressed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, Maybe the best thing I can tell you, as far as is it. I know it sounds like such a cliche, but if you see someone, but if you meet someone and um, it, it doesn't work out, you know, attraction really is about, I know for me, whenever I feel it or whatever, I don't feel it with someone. It's usually something that's going on with myself personally. So if someone, you meet someone and they're not able to recognize how awesome you are, it's not because there's anything wrong with you per se. It's, it could very well be because, I don't know. It's not um, right for them. Yeah. Maybe they had an ex named Kristen or maybe. No, they just um, don't feel it. And that's okay. I mean, that's real. That's part of life and dating and reality. I, I it's think... just accepting the fact that maybe you're not enough for somebody. I'm just interested. I'm just so interested yeah. now at, at people's experiences in dating because I, I really, I've been doing this podcast for so long, but I haven't really been that interested because I wasn't going through it myself. So right. now that I'm. I, you know, and I get what Michael's saying. I totally can see how you can kind of just 
go and kind of detach yourself and enjoy the moment. Well, you can, but you can also talk to yourself more nicely afterwards. Because I think, yeah. like a lot of the things that you're saying about why it didn't work are very negative to. Well, you start reassessing why. Am I not enough? What about me? What can I do to be cooler, better, more attractive, more interesting? And all of a sudden, it's like your whole world is turned upside down. Yeah. And so, but when you when you're doing the things like Michael, where you're like doing all the things to be awesome, and you are getting that confidence from yourself, you're like, wait, uh, then you don't worry about. I go travel on my own. I work out. I have a lot of friends. Like I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I may not be the right match for you, and this stings. I was pretty invested in you. But like, there's nothing wrong with me. It, 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 yeah. That that couple that goes with it. I think as that's well. the mantra you have to take in dating. Is there's nothing wrong with me? Of course, everyone can better themselves and be a better person. But if you take it to the place where, oh my God, there's something wrong with me, all the time, that can get really unhealthy. Yeah. But I'm really impressed oh, with with um with your transformation. I mean, I I didn't see you before, but Marnie told me that she worked with I'll you. I'll show you a video. Cool. I'm excited to see it. You'll see. Yeah. Uh, Michael, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you to Adam Galad from the first half of the show. If you want to find out more about his program, go to winggirlmethod.com slash go be bold. New episodes of the Ask Women podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. And you can also get more things yes. to your email yes. from our ConnectPal page, connectpal.com slash askwomenpodcast. Go subscribe. Perfect. We'll see you guys next week. 